Uh, it started. Oh, hello. Hello. Uh, so you're the AD now at Brentwood Academy, and then uh, how, really, how did you get to where you are today? Well, if you're talking about BA world, or are you talking about life in general? Life in general. Okay, so I went to school. I studied economics. Um, and always thought I was going to go do something back in Texas from an economics degree. Somehow I was playing football at Texas A&M, and the Colts drafted me in 1994. What year were you born? 2010. Yeah, I was drafted in 1994 by the Indianapolis Colts. Played four years with the Colts, and then um, came to Tennessee to play for the Tennessee Oilers at the time. These sweet uniforms they're wearing now. I was able to wear them when we were here the first time. And uh, played seven years with the Titans. Retired in 2005 um, after an 11-year career. Went and worked at a school down on West End. Let's go. Nope. Another one with all boys that I don't... Oh, MBA. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And uh, worked there for a couple years. Then worked at D1 Sports Training for a year, went to Innsworth for a year, and finally made it to my stomping ground, Brentwood Academy. Was an econ teacher for a couple years, became the admission director, and then last year when Coach White went back to Texas, I took on the athletic director of Brentwood Academy. It's and a big job. You coached middle school football here, correct? I coached some awesome young men at middle school football. For a couple years. Um, Would I be one of them? You were on the team. Um, but, yeah, I guess you were one of them. Um, but a lot of good guys I was able to coach. And I miss coaching this year, but um, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. So, you, you're at athletic director. You kind of look over basketball, football, tennis, everything. So, the football team's been struggling. Obviously, new new coaching staff, new head coach, new new offense, new defense. What what do you think of Coach Gill and how he's been doing? Yeah. So, first of all, um, yeah, the athletic director doesn't have the advantage of just looking at one sport. We're looking at at all sports, and um, obviously, the big the big focus at Brentwood Academy at least for the historical piece of it, has been football. And I like the way you put it. We're struggling a little bit. We're currently at one and four. Um, a couple of reasons behind that. You know, everybody, everybody, there's a lot of new things going on, but this, that's not an excuse. Uh, we graduated 28, 29 seniors last year, but that's not an excuse. Our league is really, really good this year, but that's not an excuse. Mm -hmm. uh, what what is coming down to is our coaches and our players have to be able to avoid or minimize mistakes. And if you look at especially the first two games, we were zero and two against CPA and Brentwood. We're one play away from winning both those games. And if we won those games, who knows where we would be right now? Um, but that's football. That's not an excuse. So Brentwood Academy has been whooping people for years. And this is a year that the ball's not bouncing our way, at least as of now. 
and um, people are looking forward to um, getting a shot at Brentwood Academy. I am, to go to your question about Coach Gill, I really, my, my heart hurts for Coach Gill because I see what he does. I see the effort he puts in. I see the stuff he does behind the scenes. I see the weekends that he's up here. I see the, the film he watches. I see him pouring into kids. I see him uh, talking, doing Bible study with the kids. Um, that stuff is really what our parents, at least our parents, I think our parents are looking for as a coach. But that stuff gets pushed aside if we don't win. So we will win. We're going to win. We're going to coach Kill at some point. Um, we're gonna we're gonna hopefully have a, a a memory lane about where we are now because it's not where he wants to be. It's certainly not where I want to be. It's not where Kurt Masters wants to be. We want to be winning, and we want to be winning soon. Yeah, it looks like against. Macaulay, it was a couple of big explosive plays or not guys not uh, containing or doing the assignment that kind of cost us there. And that, I mean, it looked like we had a good game. I mean, a receiver slip led to a pick, um, and we had a, a ball a little bit thrown behind was juggled out of a receiver's hand into the defender's hand there. Um, so with... Uh, well, hey, let me talk about the McCullough game. We, we, we are never looking for more victory. But I agree with you. I thought our team was well prepared. I think McCullough, at the end of the year, is going to be one of those teams that is at the end. It's a really good team. Uh, they have an advantage that we don't have. They're getting kids from outside of the area and bringing them in. That's not an excuse. That's a fact. And what we have to do is we have to play cleaner. We have to avoid mistakes. And some of those mistakes that you're talking about were devastating to us. And we don't have a lot of the seniors that can overcome that. So when we have sophomores and freshmen, I mean, you're an eighth grader. Mm -hmm. We've got some, some sophomores that are basically two years older than you that are out there playing varsity football against some 19-year-old kids, monsters. Um, again, it's not an excuse. But it's more of a place of saying we can have some small individual victories with players that are playing well that, that may just not be ready physically yet. Our coaches, their job is to develop young men, period. Develop young men. That can be on the field, off the field, but we want them developed. Sometimes you can have a good man being developed and still lose a football game. So... I'm disappointed that we're losing. I'm going to say it again. I want to win, and we're going to win. But I'm not seeing us losing a football game as a total loss. We've got a lot of good things happening in our program, and I'm excited about what the long-term trajectory is. So you mentioned not having enough seniors. Could that have been a factor against uh, CPA, which we lost by that, uh, like by a point, basically? Um, after they had, uh, they beat us 16, 17, um, and then Brentwood, we were winning most of that football game and they scored a touchdown late. Do you think that involves not having seniors or what do you think that is? Yeah, let me clarify. We have seniors, we just don't have a lot of seniors. 
So from a football program, seniors often equates to leadership. <clears throat> so when things go well, you want leaders patting guys on the back. You want seniors giving those attaboys. But also, when you have a lot of seniors and things go poorly, you have seniors saying, keep your head up. Let's keep going. We have a great senior class. Uh, there's, there's a whole bunch of seniors <clears throat> that are leading our football team. We just don't have as many as we did last year. On top of that, seniors mean you've had two, maybe three years of experience on varsity level. When you're playing a lot of sophomores, they were playing freshman ball last year, and that's not always optimal when you're playing good, experienced teams like we're doing. So senior leadership is something that every high school team has to deal with. Um, we have a, a small group of seniors that are fantastic leaders. We just don't have a big group of seniors. So when you look at those games that have very little margin to win and loss, you know, we score a touchdown, we score a field goal in some of those games. Heck, we get off the field on third down on some of those games. We make an extra point or we make a field goal in one of those games. It's It changes the outlook. Again, it's not an excuse. That's football. Um, we haven't gotten it done. But I want you, and I know there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast and say, what's going on at Brentwood Academy? I want you to hear me say, we're going to fix it. And we're going to get better. Um, I tell our coaches all the time, you never know how good the view is from the tallest mountain. You don't appreciate it until you've been in the lowest valley. You don't know how good the view is. We've been on the mountain for a long time. And right now, for whatever reason, the ball's not bouncing our way in the first five games. We've got to figure out what it takes to get back on that mountain. And that's a healthy thing. It's not something I want to do every year. But we're going to focus and get back to where we need to be. Yeah, it looked like against uh, Christian Brothers, mm-hmm. when we played them, they it looked like we didn't have those mistakes. We didn't we went costing ourselves by penalties, and you thought maybe that that we had gotten over the rough first couple of games, and then the next week we play Father Ryan and we get real. Oh. Yes. You can say pummel. Destroyed. Destroyed. We got run rolled. Who would have thought Father Ron would run roll us, right? I think if you look at Father Ron, I think I think that's excellent point. By the way, um, I thought the same thing. We've got our groove back. Our offense is rolling. Our defense is rolling against Christian Brothers. We play Father Ron, and it was as you, as you remember, it was back and forth. They would score. We would score. Well, I wasn't there. I was at uh, robotics trips. So okay, seriously. I wasn't there. Your priority is robotics or BA football? Uh, BA football. But no, it should be robotics because you're participating in robotics. Should. Yes. Say robotics. Robotics. Okay, good. The game went back and forth. I'm giving you a commentating on the game. They scored, we scored. They scored, we scored. At halftime, we didn't stop them the whole time. It was 35 to 28, I believe, at halftime. We had scored four times. They had scored five times. Um, I think even after halftime, we stopped them. I think they came, we got the ball back, and they started driving, and we stopped them. I think after that, though, we just couldn't get things done. We got stopped on the goal line. Uh, we threw an interception at the goal line. Um, we had we had some bad things happen to us. 
we don't have the experience to play toe-to-toe with somebody. We have to get out on people. We have, our offense has to be successful. We've got to score points. And I would say, with the exception of that Father Ryan game, our defense has played pretty well all year. Um, you're not going to hold people to zero points in this league. Um, but our defense has played pretty well, except for that Father Ryan game. Uh, Is that a fair assessment? Do you agree with me? I agree. Um, George McIntyre. George McIntyre. He, last year, almost led us to the state title game. And then this year, it looks like he's had struggles, whether it's not reading the defender right, not getting, not hitting guys when they're open, throwing the ball behind receivers. What, what do you think has happened? Is it the new offense? Maybe he's not grasping it yet. Is it um, he's lost his, his weapons around him? Uh, last year, yeah, we obviously had some really good guys and only lost a couple games. Yeah. So George, George is obviously maybe one of the best players to come through our school. He's definitely one of the best players. Could be the best player to come through our school. Um, he's a highly talented recruit. He's going to go play college football at a high level, and he's going to be a superstar. And he is a superstar. I think all the answers you gave me before are accurate. It is a new system. Um, last year, when George was a sophomore, you remember the first four games, it was hard for him to get in a groove. It really was hard for him to get in a groove, and at the end of the year, he picked it up, and he thrived. Now, let me be clear. George is one of 11 players on our team, on our offense. Uh, when George is as you say, missing a pass, it could very well be a receiver not running the right route. It could be very, very well be a lineman missing a block and George feeling pressure. George is one of our leaders on our team, and I will tell your offensive lineman, they want to protect him and the receivers want to catch for him. Um, he's a special talent. We're lucky and blessed to have him here at Brentwood Academy. Um, but I would think if he was sitting here on a podcast and he was with us, he would he would express some disappointment with some throws as he's made this year. But guess what? He's a junior in high school. Um, we're being unrealistic if we think <clears throat> a 17 or, I don't know, he may be 16, I don't know, 16, 17-year-old young man is going to go out there and wear the way, uh, carry the burden of Brentwood Academy football. That's tough. Um, so it's a team game. Uh, George is the best quarterback in our division. I, I, he's phenomenal, and he's a phenomenal dude. He helps a lot of our young kids. He stays after and works with them. He makes Brentwood Academy proud. So, again, uh, this is a team effort. If the offense isn't flowing, it's not George. Everybody looks at George because he's a big five-star. Um, I blame our offense together. He's part of it, but he's not the sole reason. Uh, so now moving to basketball, you, we won a state title last year, uh, coach Blackston, uh, really good coach knows the guys. We we lost some talent last year, but it feels like, uh, we're, we're getting, it feels like we're still going to, uh, do good and 
be be like we were last year. What do you think of the basketball program? Well, first of all, Coach Braxton is an excellent guy. And like really what I want of all of our coaches, I want good mentors. I want people that can go with Mason White, win or lose, and hopefully show you how to be a eventually a good husband and eventually a good father. I want somebody to go with Mason White and say, I love it when we win and we jump up and down and we celebrate, but I also want you to know when we don't do well, we want to hold you accountable. So those are the types of coaches we want. It's not all sunshine and rainbows when you're playing at Brentwood Academy. Obviously, from a football team, you can hear that. Now, from a basketball team, it's a little bit different. He's come in and he's won a state championship his first year. But guess what? We didn't. We did not hire him and say, your contingency in working here is that you win a state championship every year. I, I want to win one every year. But what I'm most proud of is what type of locker room he has. The spiritual mentorship that he gives those players is why people come to Brentwood Academy. And the fact that we're winning state championships is just icing on top. I think we're going to be competitive this year. I think there's a lot of good teams in our division, just like football. But I think Coach Blackston, I think he's the best coach in our league. And I think ultimately, if we get our kids playing and they buy in and they do the little things, just like we're talking about with football, the margin, um, I think we may be able to see us there in the finals or final four at least. And we'll see what happens after that. Uh, so, uh, baseball. Baseball. Uh, we got a new coach this year. We got a new coach. Coach Brown. How come we got all these new coaches? What do you think? Is, do you think it's me? Probably. No one likes you. Really? Yeah. I thought you liked me. I know. It, people must not like you. But do you, do you hear that? No. So what made you think people don't like me? Because they're just leaving as soon as you become AD. What if, what if they're getting paid more money to go somewhere else. Is that my fault? No. Sorry. What if I told you Coach White was getting a huge raise? Is why he left. I would believe it. I, uh, what I heard is he wanted to go back to Texas because that's where his family was and uh, got a well-paying job in uh, Texas. To so be you just do that right part. Got a well-paying job. What does that mean to you? You're an econ student. What does that mean? By uh, uh, good seven, eight figures. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what happened. Okay, in all seriousness, yes, we do have a lot of new coaches. And I think you're exactly right. It's because they hate me. <laughs> what? Okay, so we're going to talk about baseball. What, what would you like to know about Coach Brown or what are, what are our goals for the program? Uh, goals, because it feels yeah. like we've gotten knocked out in the first or yeah. second round the past couple of years and how we want to get better and yeah, so, so our baseball team, you're right, last couple of years, um, we've had some struggles, um, and it doesn't seem like the team has formed that bond. It seems like a lot of what's going on with football right now. It's like it's, we're, we're trying to find our identity. We've hired a coach, Coach Michael Brown, who's won a lot of different places. And I think if you ask some of the baseball players right now, you would see that, that identity that culture is trying to be formed right now. Now, again, I don't. We, we may lose every game in baseball. I don't know. But they're working out now at a rate that's really impressive. Um, they're, they're bonding. It's hard. 
it's it's hard training that a lot of kids probably said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. When they're out there running and they're running and sometimes puking because they're running so hard, the goal is not to get them to puke. The goal is to get them to push through some things. Because as you know, when you get in a football game, when you get in a basketball game, when you get in a baseball game, at some point you're going to be, somebody's going to have their foot on your throat, figuratively speaking. They're going to try to put you out. What's going to happen, how you respond to that, is what we're trying to get our kids to see. So we want to push them through difficult times, and we want them to know that they can get through them. And it only works if you have leaders that stay strong when those difficult times happen. So we're looking for leaders, men's coaches and women's coaches, that sit there and push our kids to a point where they think, I don't know if I can take another step. But you take another step and you realize, I can get through that. Because again, I've said it before, we think it translates to Mason when things are difficult in your family. You can get through it. That's another coach that left me because they don't like me. Who? It's Kurt Masters. He's calling because coach he's going to fire me. He's going to fire me. Would you be happy if he fired me? No. That'd not be good. Can, can I ask you a question in the middle of the podcast? Yeah. I'm a new AD. You've been at VA, what, three years now? This is your third year? Yes, sir. What do you think? I need? Give me some advice. I need some advice right now. I, I think uh, that, I mean, I think that you said it earlier. If when people do do the work to get there, um, I think they end up being able to to get back on the uh, highest mountain, get back on uh, the winning train, and not lose so much. And, th- and Coach uh, Coach Travis was telling me in uh, math class the other day, like, guys weren't working as hard as they should have been doing summer workouts, and that's leading us to where we yep. are now. Yep. Pe- people thought oh we we wanted or we almost got to the state title game last year we don't need to we we can just sit back and do it and, and we're just going to get there we're, we're not going to have to work for anything we're not, not going, going to have to uh, do any hard work and, and you see that now it's ending up costing us pretty heavily yeah. um, if uh, and well, let me, let me say, I, um, I think everything you said is accurate from the standpoint of human nature is, is when you have success, you sit a little bit relaxed. and You sit on your throne and you don't work as hard. Um, we made it to the finals last year. We should have, well, semifinals, but we should have made it to the finals. Um, we're feeling pretty good. We're Brentwood Academy. We got a new coach, a new AD. Everything is is going to be good. Well, guess what? It's not. It's not how I would have drawn it up. It's not something that I would have liked to happen. But Brentwood Academy is not unique. That same lesson you talk about. Ultimately, ultimately, you're going to have that in a relationship at some point in your life. You're going to have a relationship with some. You have a girlfriend now. 
That's fair. I can yeah. help you with that. Can. Yeah, I've got some prospects for you. But if things go well with your girlfriend this year, doesn't mean they're going to go well with your girlfriend next year. You got to work at it. That's a great life lesson. We want our kids to learn that life lesson. And sometimes it doesn't fix as much as you want to. You know, I used to be heavier than I am now. Do you know that? Yeah, I've seen feathers. A little bit. Chunky. Uh, was, was chunky? A little bit. Are you fat shaming me? No, because you're skinny now. Okay, but when I was heavy, I couldn't lose all my weight in one day. Got to work at it time. over time. And over time, it paid off. And I think that's what we're trying to do. I mean, it, it really is. It's a shame, you know. I don't know if you know some of our parents are upset with the way we're playing right now. Have you heard any of that? Yeah, I, I've heard from classmates that yeah. they're upset yeah. that maybe Coach Gill wasn't the right option. Sure. And then, I mean, last game I saw it, we had a fourth of the student section we did last year, and there was no one in the stands, and the people, the students that were there were out in the end zone just playing football, having a good time, and not cheering on our team. I th and I think Macaulay had a home field advantage because of that, even though they traveled, what, two hours, something like that, they still had a home field advantage because they had more people in the stands cheering them on. And we just, it, it looked like we were scrimmaging um, some, a team, like, I think I scrimmage. Uh, mm -hmm. the what, what do you think the difference was? We're losing and not winning. We're losing and not winning. People, when, when stuff isn't going well, people will, will jump, like you hear back bandwagon a lot people yeah. will jump on that yeah. and not well that's what i think's happening and i want to make it very clear our families have been so supportive of us they know what we're trying to get done but there's some families that are frustrated by what's going on and i understand that and i understand why some kids don't go to the game because i don't want to go to the game and look at a one in 14 but i want to i want to finish that up with saying our team's working i think it's very difficult to go out there and work as hard as they work and look up and see an empty stance. That's not, it's not anybody's fault. You can go to the game if you want to. You don't have to go to the game. I want people to be excited about BA football. We, there's a tradition here that no other school has. We are embedded in TWSAA history for a number of different reasons, but we've won 14 state championships. You look out at the stands and you can see that. And like when I went to that last game, I was on the sidelines helping out, holding iPads and stuff. But it it felt like it. People don't really come until like five minutes before game, national anthem, get ready, see the coin toss, figure out what's happening, and then you look and. Only a couple people showed up. It's not packed now. It got really loud. The, the, so I'm thinking, well, well, what will happen if we have those stands packed? I mean, even against. Well, our responsibility is to win, and those stands will be packed. We've got great fans. Our fans are great. They're loud. And those ones that show up every week work so hard at all of those things. So we're really, really, really excited. 
about our fan support. We're really excited about our tradition. We're really excited about, I'm telling you, we've got some great kids. They're young, but they're good. They're some good kids. Um, and I just hope, my, my hope is that they put it together soon and show our fans it's worth coming to the game for. Mm-hmm. You want to go back and talk about your girlfriend or you want to? No. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so, not, right. do you think, do you think there's something that can be, get us to where there's more hype around this team, the, like pep, more pep rally, yes. more, or what do you Man. mean? That's it. We, we can do all the gimmicks we want to. We can have more pep rallies. We can have whatever. You can, different jerseys, you can give away raffles before the game. The only thing that's going to bend enthusiasm back is what? Winning. Winning. we got to win. I felt like against CBA, we had, what, four, 5,000 people? Probably 4,000. Show up, and, it, and the stands were packed. No one could sit down. Now, I don't know if that's because it's a Saturday. People are off work. They had nothing to do, or if it's because... Well, there was enthusiasm about the game. There was a hope that with George and our offense, we were going to be something to see. Um, it was a Saturday game. Uh, it's a crosstown rivalry. Um, so I think in CPAs, as you know, they've got some good players. So there was a lot of good players on the field that night. Uh, uh, what, you, you fall asleep? No. Well, I think that's going to be it. Thank you, Coach well, Matthews. Well, what if I want to ask you something else? Well, then go ask me. I need some advice. I've got people calling me, people sending me emails saying, we've got to fix this immediately. Doesn't happen immediately. How do I fix this? Give me your opinion. Well, I, I don't think we give up on this season. Um, I, I think that we just hit, uh, I think we just wrecked the car, but we can get it back rolling and we can get it back to going and winning. Um, I think that uh, we need more. Uh, I think it all starts with practice. Um, Coach Wittemeyer was saying, uh, when you don't practice with the intensity, uh, when you uh, don't play like you want to be out there, you end up losing um, and you end up getting beat pretty bad and and I think that's what happens with uh, a varsity middle school team. It feel, feels like the JV brings it every day, and you see uh, Jack Berry. Um, he he's now up uh, practicing with uh, yeah, really the varsity team because uh, because their QB didn't try and play play like he just had that spot for. Yeah. I think when you you start taking guys out because they're not playing well, uh, taking them out, whether that's a quarter or a half, or even like two or three minutes, not getting them back in, I think, and that puts pressure on them 
to go win back that spot, I think that's really when you can get a good football program. One last question before we have to go. Who's the best offensive line coach you've ever had in your life? You, Coach Matthews. You don't want to fire me? No. Have you had a donut today? I have. Who gave you the donut? You. All right. Thank you. Thanks for interviewing me. Yep, thank you.